Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You are listening to WXRWLP Milwaukee on 104.1 FM and on RiverRestRadio.com everywhere. Now you can also listen by telling your smart speaker to, hey, play RiverRest Radio. Central Standard Time on WXRWLP 104.1 FM Milwaukee, Milwaukee. For more information, visit www.transformtheletterubroadcast.com. That's transformubroadcast.com. For radio station information, visit riverwestradio.com. Or simply say, hey Alexa, play that Riverwest Radio. Okay. Hello, my people, my people, my this is the Transform You Live show, and this is your host, Dr. Marcus Hart. 
And who do I have with me to the my left? Yes, you have me, of course, player, player, pre. Finally back. <laughs> would you would you do quit on this for a while? Nah, please? I didn't quit. I just we- I had to take some time off to reevaluate life. You know, <laughs> get 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 my uh, personal thoughts together. Well, you know, I think what it is, you heard we had some, had a very special guest today, and you wanted to get in <laughs> on the Kool Aid. <laughs> But I'm not stirred. I'm just adding the sugar. So <laughs> adding a little bit of sugar. Adding a little sugar. <laughs> okay. You know how I go when you gotta secure the bag when you gotta chase that money. Uh, I don't know nothing about that. Uh, well, you you got bills, so you know. Well, we don't do dope in this family. <laughs> but, but anyway, so you know we got awesome guests. And I'm going before I you know introduce him and bring him on. You know, we're gonna do, talk just. Quickly, 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 quickly uh, about what's going on around the world. I don't get into depth about news because I don't watch the news enough and I don't trust the news. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I trust Tired experiences. Trust. I trust yeah. experiences. You know, you, you know me. I'm a spiritual guy, right? Yeah. Is that what you know about Capri? Okay, okay I whatever. Prefer not to talk. Okay. Uh, um, comment. Um, my spiritual is. Spiritual judgment is neutral amongst everybody. So. Okay, that's okay with me. <laughs> well, we do got good and evil on the mic once again. So, anyways, um, scores around the NBA. NBA play- playoffs is going on right now. So, right now, it looks like um, the 76ers are up by 5, 97-92. Good comeback, Sixers. Uh, boo-boo. That sleeper team right there. They're uh, going to be salty in a minute. Well, I hope they do because <laughs> I'm not looking for them to go past us into the second round because the Bucks, you know, Who's the Bucks gonna win it. The Bucks, the Bucks, <laughs> yeah, the Bucks. They are doing their thing. They 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 came back around and they um, pulled off a good win last night. Did you see the highlights? Yeah, I, I I watched a little bit of the game last night. Actually, I'm actually going to the game tomorrow. Game four tomorrow here in Milwaukee. So. I hope you have a ticket for me. Maybe. <laughs> if you don't, um, we gonna have to have a real good conversation then. Uh, well, okay. maybe, maybe. Anyways, we sitting courtside. Anyways, um, <laughs> so like, um, so what what news do you know? What's going on? Right? What headline news do you have for us, Chris? Well, um, I'm more. I, I've been really on this Baychella headline. You know what I'm saying with this Coachella. Okay. And I, I think it's real historic that we have a a a. a, a, a iconic artist one of my favorite artists i should mention like beyonce who's actually one of the first black female artists to uh headline the coachella so big mm. props on that so that news has okay. been booming for the past week lately yeah really been on my news feed and everything so um big shout out to uh um, yeah, let's give her a shout out you yeah. know what i'm saying to beyonce the icon you feel me yes yes um and then also um, in the news, of course, with the sports, I've been um, really in my news fit with the playoffs, but we already talked about that. And um, and with the politics, um, Barbara Bush just passed away. Okay. So that's really sad news to hear about. Oh, so. yeah, I, know, I know you heard about Val Phillips also, right? Val Phillips, yes. I, I heard about that. I've actually yeah. got that right here on my Twitter right now about one of the... Um, she was one of the first, well, a real iconic um, black protester here, right? Or um, mm-hmm. so she's she's the first black uh, person on the city council. Yeah, city council. Okay, first, yeah. Uh, first there black you judge go. And the, <laughs> yeah, the only black person to ever be elected statewide here. Okay, yeah, Wisconsin. So excuse me about that, oh, but I, I, <laughs> I, I did see that in my news fed too. So that yeah. was very important. 
um and she was one of the first um you See, know that's, real that's iconic why, in the city that's why we have like smart guests here that's yeah, everybody got a college degree and <laughs> high school diploma over here, I'm assuming. Or GED or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But so, no, that's, that's real good news um, about it, especially, you uh-huh. know, that's been really been headlined lately. So okay. it's good news on, on both parts. All right. So, um, okay, it looks like Democrats also filed a suit against um, Russia, too, for the WikiLeaks. <laughs> So that that happened, um, right? How you file a law? It happened. So really? Yeah, yeah. We got some good weather um, here today. Also, good weather on the way. Because mm-hmm. um, this snow show been kicking our butts yeah. this month, this spring. So. I'm okay with it. Well, I ain't. Cause oh yeah, and um, I've been a victim of uh, this bad weather. So have I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and then Aaron Rodgers, he owns a piece of the Bucks now. So. Oh really? Shout out to a Rod. I okay. hope he can get a Super Bowl um, next season or something while he's trying to own something. Okay. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's get into uh, what what we're really here for. <laughs> right. You know, those things are important, but you know, none but, so more important than right. our guest here today. Um, I can I can go on and on, and and I too can provide the the introduction that was given to me, but it's too long. <laughs> right. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually allow. Uh, the, the fabulous and amazing um, guy I know from running. He literally, he literally runs too. <laughs> he, is a, he also literally runs. Um, Ran this morning. Yeah, I, I was hoping <laughs> to see you in your your sports track uh, running down center. I said, is he going to run here? Nah, yeah. I had two, I had a couple things, uh, a couple prior engagements. Yeah, bring the mic to you. Sorry, yeah, I had a couple prior engagements this okay. morning. Didn't get to uh, didn't get to run here. Okay, awesome. Yeah, because uh, I, I I had uh, another guest uh, who's a former firefighter. I said. I thought you were going to come through on a fire truck or something, and <laughs> that didn't happen. So, without further ado, I want to introduce to some and um, reintroduce to many, uh, Madela Barnes. Right. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you, you see, they love you already. They're give, yeah. giving you a round of applause out there in, in cyber world somewhere. Right. No, man, I appreciate y'all having me on today. Uh, yeah, sure. It's a, it's, a, it's a really important time, and I don't even mean that about myself in this campaign right. at all. Yeah. I mean, just the the point that we are uh, in this nation here in, yeah. in the United States of America. I mean, we have a, a chance to right some of the wrongs from two years ago, 2016, Absolutely. where we you know, elected Donald Trump. And this is our opportunity <laughs> uh, to sort of uh, get our money back, so to say. You know, yeah. there's a lot of buyers or more going on. Uh, so I am Mandela Barnes. I'm a former state representative, and now I'm running for lieutenant governor and I spent the last year working for a group that provided research and policy support uh, to state legislators across the country. So we helped them to lead with a vision. We helped them put together some of the most forward thinking policy uh, in in this country. And right now in Wisconsin, uh, a lot of good ideas aren't seeing a light of day because the governor isn't willing to hear common sense proposals, nor are the leaders in the legislature right now, which happen to be uh, Republicans. But this is a a moment where we where we can change what our state looks like. You know, we have a very high rate of poverty right here in the city of Milwaukee and Mm. across the state. We have a a significantly high uh, rate of poverty. Uh, It's at its highest point. Well, two years ago, poverty was at its highest point since 1984. And also, you know, on top of that, you look at income inequality. 
uh, across this state, which is at its highest point since the Great Depression. Our middle class is declining mm. quicker than most other states in this country. Mm. And people aren't having that fair shot uh, as, as success here in Wisconsin. And right. that's something that our leaders have to make a very uh, intentional effort to, to change that trend. But it hasn't been happening. Communities have been forgotten. Communities have been ignored. Yeah. Uh, corporations have written the rules in right. this state and in this country for far too long. And we need the leaders who will acknowledge that this is a problem and we cannot mm. continue to go on this way uh, for the future of this state. It, there's only so long that this type of failed economic model uh, can yeah. stand. So, you know, I read back on your bio and you grew up in the 53206 uh, zip code. Uh, growing up then, you know, versus what it looks like now, um, what do you remember about it? It wasn't too much different, man. You know, 26 <laughs> and Locust is still 26 and Locust, right? Yeah. yeah. It, didn't, it, hasn't, it hasn't changed too much, honestly. Uh, okay. You know, it still had, even at that point, we were dealing with a whole lot mm-hmm. of issues. You know, I talked about poverty not being, uh, or poverty being at its highest point since 1984. I mean, I was born in 86. So that was two right. years coming out of that. Uh, you know, and a lot of that is due to significant job loss, layoffs, uh, deindustrialization, the jobs that mm-hmm. employ people like my father, my grandfather. Uh, they don't exist anymore here in Wisconsin. And that shot at upward mobility to gain entryway yeah. into the middle class is uh, is far out of reach for, for too many people uh, in Milwaukee and across the entire state, too. So, you know. And none of this is by accident, right? This right. is this is all this is all intentional. These, these sort of things just don't happen just because yeah. it takes some some really really poor decision making over the years and over a number of generations to get us mm-hmm. to this place. I mean, Milwaukee was a place where people moved to for opportunity. Right? You know, my granddad he moved here after he served in World War II and he worked at A.O. Smith, and uh, you know that kind of shot doesn't exist like it does like it did oh, back no, then people aren't people not. aren't picking milwaukee or wisconsin right. as a place to move people are moving from wisconsin where the 10th most move from state in the country right yeah. now with this level of outward migration is going to keep us sinking lower and lower uh down the line in, in terms of you know economic success in terms of uh, what a what a bright reality looks for people mm-hmm. uh across the state absolutely so so how so how uh, did your upbringing you know, really shape you? You know, what what about what about your upbringing really, you know, turned you into the person you are now and um, to have such a, a vision you have for, you know, for the future and the state of our our state? Well, yeah, thank you for that. And a lot of it is due largely in part to my parents. You know, I don't yeah. make any mistake there. I have two parents who are still very much involved in, in the things that I do. And, uh, you know, growing up, they were they the role that they played in my life. Right. Uh, they were very, very present, over present sometimes. Okay. Uh, you know, they yeah. were they were both, uh, you know, they both worked middle income jobs. They're both you know, union members. And they taught me the, the value of hard work from, right. uh, from an early age. And, you know, I always knew that there was a certain level that I had to reach, uh, just to, you know, just so my parents wouldn't be on my back. I mean, they're still on my back to this day. And, um, (laughs) you know, they were both, uh, college graduates and my, my shot at opportunity was much different than the people that I grew up around much, much different, uh, than the people that I went to school with. Uh, and you know, that makes a difference. It makes a world of a difference. There are, you know, a lot of other success stories, uh, from people who, you know, had far worse circumstances than I Mm -hmm. did, but, you know, that shouldn't be the norm. We shouldn't be putting these expectations on our children right. if we haven't laid the foundation for them. So we have to get back to uh, creating an opportunity. 
and that's Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Well, that's what my whole campaign is about. That's what this whole theme is about, opportunity. Uh, we yeah. have an entire opportunity agenda because our, you know, our children are suffering from some really, really bad circumstances. Yeah. They're all in crisis mode for too many people who don't have access to health care, you know, education. They're going to go into schools that are underfunded. We have a bunch of environmental issues that are impacting our students. And like I said, it's not just Milwaukee. It's across the state. And the more and more I travel, the more the more you start to realize that. Okay. Well, so my question is, you think the increase in poverty is really what's, what do you think? from your standpoint and, and, and your impact and the job you do, what's really the reason for the increase in poverty here yeah, across uh, the Wisconsin? Yeah, lack of good jobs. Good jobs are leaving this state. Yeah, so even yeah. with the with the new jobs that they're bringing here with the stadium being built, the new arena being built, the Viet, what's that called? The, the Viacom. Foxcom. Foxcom, sorry. <laughs> wrong con. Yeah, wrong con. <laughs> so even with that, you know, when they're bringing jobs in the community, all these resources that they're offering with jobs and all of that is still an increase in poverty. Well, like, absolutely. The, the arena is only one project right. uh, that can only help so many people. You know, right. I mean, and they are playing by the rules. They are being good actors by, uh, you know, creating a fifteen dollar uh, wage floor. So people even after the construction, right. people who are going to be sweeping the place are still going to be making fifteen dollars an hour. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a good deal for, you know, the people who get those jobs. But that that's not going to solve the entire crisis. That's a smaller, right. uh, small piece to a much larger puzzle. Foxconn. Dude, we're, the state is going to be spending four and a half billion dollars to pay for Foxconn. That's that's a, I mean that's a they got a sweetheart deal there. I mean right. that's we're we're going to be the state will be paying on average two hundred thousand dollars per job for Foxconn. So you can dress it up however you want to, but it, it ain't as rosy as it seems, especially when we're going to be paying for that until twenty forty two. Right. And people from Milwaukee, it's not like we have immediate direct access to those jobs either because we don't have the transportation infrastructure to get the people right. who need to work there the most uh, to that facility. Right. So, the, and, and that was my whole question because I'm sitting up here just like listening, like it's increasing poverty here in the state, in the city, but they make it seem, they just paint this whole pretty picture for us to just feel like, well, we're improving. We, we're bringing jobs here. We have this and that for single fathers, single mothers, and we're building these houses in the community we're fixing all of these up we have all these assistant programs for people interested in home buys but it's still an increase of property so yeah that's that just kind of surprised me when you said that so excuse me if i'm a little dazed off that but i just kind of got even though i know property happens a lot and it's it's, it's a, a, a huge crisis not just here but in america period you know what I'm saying? because mm-hmm. of lack of jobs 
But that just kind of like just, a good job because you have people who are working forty hours a week and still living in poverty, unfortunately. Right. Wow. It's kind of didn't know that. Good. That's why I show up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's. Uh, what's the drop in middle class though? What what's what's the as you mentioned that like what's the reason for that with the. The, the whole drop in the income with middle class. Yeah, like I said, you know, jobs are leaving this state. Good paying jobs. The all the new, most of the majority of the uh, new job creation has all been jobs that pay under eleven dollars an hour. Yeah. So, what's, what's the issue? What's the issue with that? Like, if they know that it's a huge increase in poverty, why won't they provide jobs for that's above? You know that that's that's a reasonable inc that has a reasonable a suitable income level. Like, how you expect people to like actually live comfortably, and it's increased. I, I, I have the same question. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's a lot of greed. You know, people. You look at where the money uh, in this state, even from tax breaks, is they're going to the most wealthy individuals. They're going to corporations, and the money isn't necessarily trickling down to the people who need it the most. All right, this is Napoleon. So, yeah, we got we got Napoleon uh who just stepped into the studio here and um looks like he wants to introduce himself. He's he is the special guest co-host today. Um so, yeah, I'll let, I'll let him introduce himself very quickly. <laughs> Hi, my name is Napoleon Banks and, and um, just bring the mic to you. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Right. <laughs> my name is Napoleon Banks and um I'm here as a special co-host um and I have a few questions. Okay. Um in regards to the tax um, prior to Scott Walker, uh, for every dollar Milwaukee paid in, to Madison, it got back about a dollar nine. Now we get back about sixty six cents. So, as Lieutenant Governor, do you have any suggestions on what the governor can do to reverse that? Yep. So, I mean, that's uh, that's an issue that even as a legislator, when I was a, a state representative, that we fought to get our money back from the state. You know, other people in different parts of the uh, of Wisconsin feel like Wisconsin is a taker but uh, we're actually we're a donor community meaning right. that we we give more money uh, than we than we get back in return in, as far as services right. so i mean obviously that's something that we you know have to have to reverse and do better i've uh, tried to do that when we were when i was in the assembly right and i know and I, yeah. I i agree with you on that i agree with you on a lot of things in fact like with the um with getting the money back Milwaukee is a donor state, I mean, donor, donor city, but mm -hmm. if you are outside of Milwaukee, you would think that Milwaukee is just a city where it's a black hole and it's just taking money, and that's the misconception. That's the picture they painted. Exactly. That's the picture they painted to make Milwaukee the enemy. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. Um, as, as, okay, so I have a question about the lieutenant governorship. Mm -hmm. um, did you choose to run for lieutenant governor because the governorship race was so crowded, or did you have a plan <laughs> as lieutenant governor to say, I can make a bigger impact on on the state in this role by doing X, Y, and Z. I, I do feel that there there's a there's an opportunity to make an impact in office of lieutenant governor. Yes, there are a lot of people running for governor. Right. Uh, I wasn't that I didn't consider running for governor. Uh -huh. uh, honestly, I'm I'm still 31 years old, man. I got I got a little bit of time. I think so you could do it. Man. I, 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 I really do appreciate that. Because Thank you. Think about it. Your your stance on public schools. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. you were on the committee where you fought against the takeover of public schools. Yeah. You know your your stance on how poverty. Is the bigger issue, not a learning thing. So even if you even if you switch from a Milwaukee public school to a choice school, if, if you don't you, solve the poverty issue, you're still going to get the same results. And that's exactly. what we see now with right. the choice schools. The only difference is the reason why conservatives and Scott Walker want to convert to a choice school system is that it busts up the unions. Yeah. And then also it's, 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 a, it's a money grab for, in a sense, private industry, even though they're nonprofits. But you're still seeing the people who own these places get rich. 
while the quality of education is not better than MPS. And sometimes these schools are closing and the people take that money and, and, and leave right away. I mean, you exactly. look at even like you look at universal schools. Right. That school that yeah. moved into Webster, that dude made plenty of money and left, skipped town. Right. The feds showed up. <laughs> right. But, right. you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely definitely with you yeah. uh, there, and, and it speaks. To, it's, it's a bigger, it's a larger narrative about privatization because they want to privatize all all sorts of services. Now, the the lieutenant governor's role, like right now, uh, Rebecca Clayfish yep. is the lieutenant governor. Most people don't know that because right. the lieutenant governor's role is so. It's so minimized. It's, it's, so def- minimized, it's definitely right. minimized. There was more uh, authority in the position. I want to say prior to like sixty-seven or seven or nineteen seventy, uh, right. but that all changed uh, after some some things happened. But there is a chance for us to have somebody who's willing to be, uh, you know, an innovator, an ambassador, someone who can uh, even go out there and talk to communities that have been forgotten. Like right. you know, you don't always see politicians showing up in our neighborhood, right. especially at the statewide level. Mm-hmm. And people who are able to have those natural conversations, like it's not awkward if I show up at a bar. Well, it is awkward to show up at a barbershop because I'm bald. But <laughs> well, you not, still got to yeah. cut. Right, right. Yeah. Still got, you, yeah. you, you yeah, probably still have get to get a cut more right. than right, right, the right. hair. <laughs> right, yeah, every yeah. two, three days. Right, right. But, <laughs> But but seriously, you know, it's like it's not a it's not an awkward conversation for me to just show up somewhere that right. I, that I've been. I mean, this is the life that I've, I've lived my entire life, right. and you know that is important because so many of us feel so disconnected from the process because we can't identify uh, with the people that we elect to lead us, especially at the statewide level. I mean, we have our legislators who we know who we who we can talk with, uh, you know, from time to time. But like at, at this level, somebody who can actually travel to Toma, Wisconsin and talk about the issues of Milwaukee. Yeah. Like I have the same conversation I have right here as I do in the rural areas. In fact, that, that's a good segue. Yeah, that, yeah that's a, definitely yeah, um, yeah, was going to yeah. be my next you know, follow up question. So like um, how many of the rural counties have you visited and what kind of response are you giving? Yeah, dude, we, we, we've been all over the place, man. Uh, I'll say I got a. I was in Washara County, and there were uh, in, like counties in the surrounding area that had a big meeting. I showed up there, talked, and you know, got in the paper. They they basically uh, printed everything I, I had to say, you know, because I talk about our mutual issues. I talk about the things that we have in common because mm-hmm. the whole urban rural divide it's more political than anything. Right. And obviously, mm-hmm. it, it's some cultural. Obviously, we don't live the same way. Now we're not we're not we don't have chickens laying eggs, and we don't get to like, go get our own fresh you know really fresh breakfast like that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but the thing is. The issues that we have in common there, they have poverty issues. They have school funding issues as well because right. a lot of that money uh, that once funded their public schools is now going to other systems. Um, and I talk about that because they have to know. And, and mo- a lot of them haven't talked to anybody from Milwaukee, let alone a black person before right. in many instances. So I'm, I'm happy to go to those areas. And we get a really good reception, one, because – you know, we deliver what many of them didn't expect. Right. <laughs> you know, they get they get this picture painted of, of what people from uh, Milwaukee represent and right. young black males. You know, we 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 have the, the highest black male incarceration rate. So when right. somebody shows up and and you know can actually speak to their issues, it's like oh well, it changes their entire perception of yeah. the city and it makes them uh, a, a lot more open. And that's this campaign is is we we've been doing a really good job at, at building bridges if we haven't done anything else. Yeah, I worked in Madison for uh, two years. Okay. And even there, the perception that I got from people when I say I'm from Milwaukee, <laughs> it was totally different than yeah. what I, I it, the experience in Milwaukee is. They think that Milwaukee is one big ghetto, just yep. nothing but crime. Yeah. And I have to tell them <laughs> Milwaukee has some of the best parts of the state here in this in this yeah. s- small city compared to the rest of yep. the state. So I do have to change that perception. But I have a question to you. When you were in the assembly, you actually were on a bunch of committees. One committee was the ethics or no, um, 
what is it ethnic or racial where you had to explain the um racial the um which committee was that it was the one where you were the minority it was about minority relationships um i have to look at my notes here <laughs> but um <laughs> on this committee <laughs> you actually were explaining to other lawmakers what the problems that the uh underclass or Oh, was it urban education? Urban education. Okay. Right. You had to explain to them the issues that we were facing as minorities. Mm-hmm. And right. I, I felt that you were actually doing a greater impact there in those type of committees and those type of roles than you would be as a lieutenant governor. Uh, uh, thank you. No, <laughs> really, because, cause you, again, Rebecca Clayfish is an, is an example. Mm-hmm. Or the governor before her, or the lieutenant governor before her under Doyle. No one knows these people's names. Yeah. You know, because they're not really having an impact. Your name was known for having an impact. When you were in those roles, so have you thought about maybe running for I don't know maybe mayor of Milwaukee maybe or yeah because I also <laughs> see that you served on the uh, small business development yeah which is very important to me on uh, jobs yeah. and uh, economy and uh, education and corrections corrections definitely a big one right yeah uh, I mean we like on the corrections committee we set the stage to close Lincoln Hills it yeah. was uh, Representative Goyke and mm-hmm. myself back right. in 2015 that introduced the bill uh, that who was my representative so. okay <laughs> right and, and, and we called for the legislature yeah. to, to study other models of, uh, of of juvenile corrections meaning right. that we we break up Lincoln Hills as this big place that's so far away and create more regional facilities that make it easier uh, for the rehabilitation process because these these students they aren't going there for life and they need to be on a on a they need to as soon as, soon as they step in they need to be on a path to get out and to have a smooth transition back into society. And that includes uh, family engagement, parental involvement, an education plan, an employment plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, um, and I, I see where Napoleon getting that too, you know. Right, right. <laughs> also, well, yeah. you know, like. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean and, to dodge that question. You know, and, and it's, you know it's like, um, you know, I, I definitely would like to see you at Lieutenant Governor, but if that was not the case, and, you know, would you consider, like, you know, something like or, that? Or even running again for the fourth district. Yeah. I mean, as long as you, I think you would represent that area better than current representation. Uh, That's my personal <laughs> opinion. I, I, I appreciate that. I, <laughs> but, I, I really do appreciate but, that. But my thing is, I want you to be in a place where you're making an impact again. I don't want you to be lieutenant governor where no one remembers your name, like yeah. they don't know Rebecca Clayfish or the person that was under Doyle. We don't. That would be a waste. Right? Yeah. You well, know. That, that, you know, we, we, we're all about the maximum impact. So right. we are. We're going to make sure. And like I said, it can't be just me. Like I, you know. The same way I'm talking to you now is the same way I want to talk to you if I get in this position, okay. and we're gonna do do some work together. Right, that's how it has to get done. Like it, but well, when you get that position, Lieutenant Governor, like, what kind of like changes as far as like your role mm-hmm. that you as as you know state representative for the so district? I'm, I'm not a state rep right I now. I mean, okay, well, so what would actually change then? For you, as far as like your role, yeah, your I would be, I would be in office. Yeah, so you won't. Yeah, but I mean, would that change your like involvement in the community, like somewhat? It would change. It would increase it, right. if anything. Oh uh, yeah. Right. So. Okay. Well, so you would still be involved in more. Yeah. Can get things done a little more. Work, work, working with the people to get it done. Whether it's you know the governor and members of the legislature, like. Just because, you know, the governor is the same party as members or the majority in the legislature, sometimes you still need somebody that can have those conversations, that can that can play a, a diplomatic role between the two because there will be disagreements. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so I guess for the listeners, could you give a more detailed explanation or uh, description yep. of what the role of lieutenant governor will be? Yeah, thank you for that. So the role of lieutenant governor is you, you play more of a, a role to carry out different initiatives set forth by the governor. You lead... You know, oftentimes lead different commissions, uh, things that you think are important issues to you. You can you can you know move forward. Rebecca Clayfish, uh, she she 
has dubbed herself uh, an ambassador for the state, which is, you know. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforumc.org. That's fine. Uh, But we need someone, again, who can work with the legislature to make sure that we are getting uh, some really impactful legislation passed. We need somebody who can be in that office to say, hey, look, we need to look at Wisconsin for the next 10 years, 25 years, 50, 100 years. We need to have a real forward thinking Mm -hmm. vision and also having a, a younger perspective. Because a lot of our our people who are in elected office, like I said, I'm still 31 now, and Mm -hmm. my perspective is a little bit different than other people uh, who are running for governor. The Mm -hmm. person who will run for governor uh, or the person who will become governor is not somebody who's graduated high school in the 21st century. Uh, I am, and that perspective is absolutely needed as the millennial generation is the largest uh, generation uh, in in this country Mm -hmm. right now. We have a, a chance to actually talk about our needs uh, but it's not just our needs because yeah it seems suppressed sometimes like uh, the voice of uh, this generation seems kind of suppressed because yeah. we got a lot of old heads who who won't pass the mic sort of speak and the, and the thing too is like yeah. they're, they're dealing with yeah. the same things that we're dealing with right no i have trying a, to adjust right to <laughs> now I, I have a question for you yeah you know, like by the phone if, and don't know how to if you it. haven't thought about this or if you don't know the answer to it you can just say hey you know what i have to think about it okay don't answer but um mainly mitchell yep uh, he's running yep. for governor, and he has an uphill battle because right now he's kind of down in the polls. Mm-hmm. Right now, Evers is an elite. Yeah, and it's a pretty large lead. But if um, if Mitchell can turn it around, and if you pull off the ticket to where you're the lieutenant governor candidate, yep, do you think Wisconsin is ready for an all black ticket? So I've had the same conversation with him, and the mm-hmm. same thing you alluded to it earlier. Like people don't even know who our last lieutenant governors were, right? And but they'll so see even, it, and, but, and, yeah. and, and the conservative candidate will use that to run against you because in this state, mm-hmm. um, they do play that game. Yeah, and so my thing, my thing about that, and I've had the same conversation with him, and it's that if they're not going to vote for uh, two black people on the ticket, they're not going to vote for a black guy for governor. Mm-hmm. So I think there's... I don't agree with you on that. I don't agree with you Agree to disagree, but okay. it's like, I, I just, I, I honestly, I do not feel like if they were, like if they are hesitant about voting for two, uh, that they wouldn't, all of a sudden, I said, well, one, I can do a one as look, governor, and look, especially when the power is in the governor's office. Look, even know. even if Barack Obama and Cory Booker, Booker would have ran, mm-hmm. I don't think Barack Obama would have ever been president. Because I don't think, look, Donald Trump just won this state, mm-hmm. you know, a little over a year and a half ago. I don't think, I think the state is better than what they voted for even in that election. Mm-hmm. But I don't mm-hmm. think they're that much better to where they'll <laughs> take two black faces and say, you know what? That's our governorship. Because right now, a lot of people still agree with Scott Walker. Yeah. So 
you would need a George Less Hill. than 50%, though. Right, right. Less than 50%, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more smaller than it was. Before. Right, right. More than half don't agree <laughs> yeah. with them, but you have enough, you have a big enough margin to where you, the undecided voters uh, or the, the actual, um, you know, people that are middle of the road, it'll be hard to pull them over. So my question to you is if Maylin Mitchell is the candidate for mm-hmm. governor, are you willing to fall on your sword for the greater good? But if you don't agree with me that they won't vote for... Yes, I still disagree with you on right, that one. so therefore that answers <laughs> yeah. that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, def- I definitely still disagree with you on that one. Okay, okay. But believe okay. it or not, we have a lot of black people, black politicians here. No, we do. In, in, our, in our city. But, but it's kind of like we don't... Well, I, I don't want to just say it like that, but it's kind of like what's their involvement like? What do you, what do you really do? Like yeah. I, I hear your name, you know what I'm saying? In politician, poli- in, in, in Milwaukee politician, local. I don't want to say local, but government, Milwaukee government. You know what I'm saying? I hear your name. You know what I mean? So, and I and I'm sitting up here having listening to your conversation. I'm like, well, man, this this should be the person right. He- this is the person right here. You feel me? So it's kind of like. Then it's like it's always something that like even with with, with what we have a problem in our city it's like the stance that like you know we hear about what Michael McGee did or you know what I'm saying we hear about you know what I'm saying what the the negative side of it you know what I mean so I think what really has to change is is that you know what I'm saying we have to really have to stop hearing that negative side with our with our community leaders you know with our who who has these amazing positions. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that that you know what I'm saying that kind of like is really ranked. I want to say in you know for our community, who can really do something, who can really change the community. But at the same time, we always just hear about this. But you see, know what I'm saying? Things happening. But that's, you feel that's, me? that's the media though, and that's <laughs> yeah, why right, it, right. it takes outlets like this so we can talk to people like right. Mandela yeah. Barnes to right. talk about the positive things that he has done and things he plans to do because. Right. Negativity is what the media likes to highlight, especially with us, especially with Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So it's layered as to why we only get bad press. You right. Know, you know, you're not going to hear about the good things that you know he's done mm-hmm. because the media doesn't play that game. Right. right. That's what I'm saying. You, you just basically summed it up for me. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick water break, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll be right, right back. You are now listening to WXRW LP 104.1 FM Milwaukee. This is the Transform You Live show. Check us out every Saturday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you can't get enough of us, why not check us out on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time by simply visiting TransformYouBroadcast.com. That's Transform the Letter U Broadcast.com. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at Transform You Live. That's Transform You Live, the letter U. is Dr. Marcus Hart here with the Transform You Live show. I want you to be my next guest. If you are interested at all in helping us to transform the lives into many across the world, visit us at www.transformyoubroadcast.com. That's transform the letter you broadcast.com. Hit the join button and you too can help us make real transformation into the lives of everybody. Many blessings, peace, and lots of love.
You are now listening to WXRW LP 104.1 FM Milwaukee. This is the Transform You Live show with your host, Dr. Marcus Hart and Player Player Pre, who has checked out. Looks like she has left the building, as they say. And we're going to continue our conversation with Mandela Barnes. And we have our special co-host who's going to take it from here, Napoleon. I'm going to step in here and there so you guys can still be blessed with my voice. Okay. Um, so let's let's talk. All right. Uh, I have a question for Mandela. Mm-hmm. You ran and you won, got into the assembly. Then uh, you ran for a Senate seat. Yep. And now you're running for lieutenant governor. What inspired you to get into politics at such an early age? Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, I, w- I would probably say a lot of it was in college. Okay. You know, like I said, my dad was very active. It, like he never ran for office or anything. But he always made sure I knew what was going on. Okay. Uh, he was very active in, in politics. I mean, he named me Mandela. <laughs> so, right, right. So know. he was always very active in, in different struggles and, and different political movements. And, uh, you know, in college, I was really active in our NAACP chapter, student government. And, you know, I want to keep it moving. And I graduated in 2008. And I ended up working on a, on a congressional campaign in Louisiana. Right. And uh, from there, the rest is history. Right. Uh, for the lieutenant governorship, have you paid attention to any polls or anything? Have they done any polls? No, they, they haven't had any polls for, for lieutenant governor's race, but you know, based on you know, support uh, that we've gotten across the state, the number of uh, elected officials who've endorsed us already mm-hmm. all across the state, you know, I say that we are squarely in the lead. Okay. I, I say that with full confidence. Okay, so um, as far <coughs> as the other areas outside of – see, Milwaukee and Madison, I think, is a gimme for a Democratic candidate. You just need the voter turnout to be high. Mm-hmm. But – for the outskirts, the areas um, up north, you know, Green Bay, um, the strongholds that Scott Walker may have. Have you been in those places? And if so, how's the response? We, we, we've been all over the place. But right now, you know, for the primary, we still have to, to build our build our base. Right. You know, we are we're, we're doing some really active base building mm-hmm. across the state, getting people uh, to sign up to volunteer, people who sign up to, you know, just really get active in the campaign to contact their friends, contact right. their neighbors and that has been really helpful because, you know, we still have to get through the primary first right. on August 14th. Uh, mm-hmm. But the other places that we've been getting around to, I mean, there's so much enthusiasm, like way more enthusiasm than I saw two years ago. Yeah. Because I still got around to different places and, you know, you can it, it just feels different than it does two years ago politically. Right. I, I think so, because everybody understands this experiment that's been happening as far as um, shifting the wealth to the top one percent doesn't resonate as far as job growth in fact right. milwaukee uh wisconsin period hasn't created jobs above the national average right. since scott walker's right. been in office right so i was um, just i was just talking about that before you walked in right yeah yep. okay so do you have a plan as lieutenant governor to reverse that trend i what? mean you don't have to say i'm going to raise taxes on the top one percent but what you can say is that we're gonna stop these tax breaks that's what i was gonna we're say gonna stop, <laughs> we're gonna stop these tax breaks on, on corporations and the, and the highest income earners because ultimately uh, has had no impact no positive impact on right. communities like ours and I, like i said before uh, before you came in our middle class is falling right. quicker than most other states in the in the country and across america mm-hmm. over the last several decades i mean corporate profits have gone from six percent to eleven percent of gdp right and, and as you speak on um the higher you know income uh, earners in the corporations um now how 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 fearful if any fear at all you know um i don't think you at all fear scare anything you look what you look what you're doing but you're not worried or concerned about some of these corporations dipping into the campaign uh into this race and um possibly you know pumping more money oh of course of course and, but and they're gonna, they're gonna is, do it anyway okay. and they're not gonna they're not gonna right. they're gonna not do it they're not gonna not do it because i didn't say because i was silent right right yeah. 
Uh, we, we, this is a this is a this is a battle of uh, of values right now. Right, and if I was the owner of Menards or, or part of the one percent, I would want Scott Walker in there too. He's been really good to them. Right, you know. So of course they're going to pump a lot of money in, in it. Plus outside money coming from places. Yeah, they're, money. they're not going to sit this one out. No, not at all. Right. So it's, it's too much at stake. And in fact, look what they got nationally with the tax cut that they just passed in December. So they want more of that. I mean, so yeah, they're going to they're going to go all out. So so what is your strategy then to to pivot? Uh, properly to be able to compete with the the dollars that coming that's going to be coming in. Uh, a lot of times, money can be a concern when when running. Uh, how how concerned are you in that in that aspect of your race? So yeah, the mo- the money has always been something. It's always been an issue, mm-hmm. uh, even more so now with Citizens United. Uh, but the fact is, it still comes down to people. Mm-hmm. Like you can mm-hmm. have as much money uh, as you want to, but when it comes down to actually organizing people, you know it. After a certain point, the money has no more impact, right. but you can always get more people uh, to get involved and to understand what's at stake, especially those like here in the state of Wisconsin whose lives have not improved under uh... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, under Governor Scott Walker's leadership, but it is... Our duty to not just say Scott Walker's done a bad job. We have to go out there and tell them what our plan is. Plus, also, if you look at places like Virginia, Alabama, Georgia, uh, even here in one district that's been Republican since 2001, it just flipped uh, last November. So Scott Walker knows this, which is why he tried not to have two special elections that he was supposed to have up north that he has to set a date for. Um, The blue wave is coming. So right now, things are in Mandela Barnes's favor. Um, because the people have spoken and they've seen um, what the results are of voting or voting for these candidates that's actually mm-hmm. trying to do trickle down economics because it, it has never worked. Right. And it's not working now. So they can pour all the money they want into it. But the thing is, that family that's at home that's hurting, they're not going to go for it this this round. And that's what we've seen. Absolutely. OK, yeah. well, I like that. Yeah. I definitely like that a lot. Um, and as we we move forward here, uh, let's talk a little bit about um safety or no healthcare mm-hmm. healthcare so one one thing has uh, been you know resting on my heart is the, the fact that you know uh, we had the opportunity to take that that medicaid money and um we we never did um now what is your position on that and and what do you think we should do as far as with our our health care program here in wisconsin so even beyond uh expansion of medicaid which I've, day one we take that money uh but even beyond that i mean i've, I've worked with uh some state legislators who actually pushed a medicaid for all bill in their states and nevada it passed both houses of the legislature but right, their right. republican governor vetoed it i mean that is that was almost a reality in nevada and i assume that it will be because 
the, their governor will change uh, after this November. Uh, same way I do expect that we will change our governor. Uh, so Medicaid expansion, step one. Two, also go for a Badger Care for All plan where yeah. people who wouldn't necessarily qualify to be covered by Badger Care would then, would then be able to buy into the program. And all of a sudden, I mean, you get enough people to buy into the program, you expand the pool, and it you know, the cost becomes less and less of an issue uh, as the years go on. And then on top of that, we got to elect the Democratic attorney general, uh, mm-hmm. one that won't be afraid to go after drug companies for price gouging because the cost of prescription drugs is one of the main drivers of health insurance costs uh, in Wisconsin and across the entire country. Yep. We also have to do something nationally, nationally on the prescription drugs because under the Bush administration, they made it where you can't negotiate prices. Yep. I can right. get, if I buy bulk at Sam's Club, I'm going to get a discount. But right now, because of our um, system, if I buy pills um, from the medical, from pharmaceutical industry, I have to pay per pill. I don't get right. any discount or anything. Yep. Exactly. When you look at Medicare and Medicaid, they should get a discount because those recipients are getting right. millions and billions of dollars of medication. Yep. And yep. As a, and, and if, if the federal government won't do it as a state, we should do all that we can to negotiate drug prices. That's definitely a, a voice. Um, I believe that don't don't get heard a lot is uh, those who's like very underneath the, the property line, you know, so far under the property line where they're, they're at, at a rent <laughs> in their accounts right. uh, because they're on fixed income. Right. Uh, and and sometimes I feel like, you know, the, you know, those uh, voices are not heard enough. And, and 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 I believe if we do find a solution for prescription. Uh, especially that that will ease uh, some of the tensions. Um, what what other ideas do you have to help alleviate some of the pains of uh, these people who are on fixed income or ha- may have no income at all? I mean, they're not able to work. Yeah, uh, we have to get to a place where we are creating jobs again in the state of Wisconsin. And if you look across the country, uh, job growth in the renewable energy sector is outpacing job growth in any other sector. And we can take our biggest challenge, which is climate change, and we can start to get to a point where we're manufacturing uh, those parts here in Wisconsin. It takes 6,000 components to build one windmill, and there's no reason why we can't build those right here in the state, but it takes an investment, and the state has to want to be a partner in understanding that, yeah, climate first, climate change is real. Second of all, we have a role to play, and instead of you know giving $4 billion to a, to a foreign corporation, who's already well established we can help get some other projects off the ground to help wisconsin to become a leader to become an innovator and, and you know I, we should we should be on a path towards becoming a guaranteed job state i talk about that a lot and that is a that is a the kind of big idea those are the kind of big ideas we have to talk about i mean guaranteed jobs means that you know anybody who's able and wants to work in this state will have that opportunity and we can achieve that through a green new deal, which means we make actual investments in our infrastructure, not just not just roads, but also uh, alternate or excuse me, mass transportation, uh, mm-hmm. rail and green infrastructure, uh, high speed Internet across high speed broadband across our entire state. Right. You know, our public spaces, our public buildings, we should retrofit them so that they can run off solar energy. And then if you do that, you by in 20 years, it all pay for itself. Right. And after 20 years, you'd start to turn a profit. Right. And right now, more than ever, the states have to do it because on the federal level, you're not going to get any help from them. Uh, In fact, uh, the current administration just put a climate change denier over NASA and they outlawed the use of the word climate change when it came to like the health and and the environment and things like that. Those agencies cannot even acknowledge that climate change exists. So right now, more than ever, the states have to take 
uh, things into their own hands. Yep. Awesome. Now, with like um, about nine minutes left, uh, if there was anything you know you really wanted the the audience out there to hear, or something that we didn't talk about, or it's just you know something you just want to leave leave with us to just consider as we you know um, go into August, you know, uh, which seems like months away, but it's going to move pretty fast. And we'll be uh, here before we know it. <laughs> yeah, now, what, what, what word would you leave with us? I just want people to understand that as bad as things seem and are, in many instances, that they can be better. They can get better. We can become a state that provides health care to everybody. We can be a state right. that makes sure that, that fund, fully funds education, public education. We can be a state uh, that protects the environment, and we can be a state that also is about improving the economy, and we can do all of these things at the same time. Uh, but it yeah. takes the political will. We just haven't had the leadership uh, that's been willing to go that step. And that's why I'm running, because yeah. this is my this is my pledge. This is this is the oath. This is what I'm this is my vision for our state. And we can get there. We can become uh, a guaranteed job state, which is a big idea and it won't happen overnight. But we should at least be on that path to be to, to becoming that. Okay, and is your uh, website still currently MandelaBarnes.com? My website is MandelaBarnes.com. So for more information, MandelaBarnes.com is okay. where you go. I have a question for you. Yep. Okay. Um, it's a two-part question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first question is, if you were to become lieutenant governor, what can we expect from Mandela Barnes on day one? And the second question is, if things doesn't work out, you're not lieutenant governor, what's next for M- Mandela Barnes? Okay, yeah, so uh, day one, we get with the governor, and we start this plan to uh, to bring in jobs to the state, to becoming, a, not just bringing jobs, and it, but actually an actual path to becoming a guaranteed job state. Okay. Uh, that is that is where we, what we have to do. That's where we have to be. When that, like I said, that plan includes uh, green infrastructure. It, it includes, uh, you know, investments again in education, and also uh, not just K twelve, but also two year college. Okay. Um, university should be debt free. If you have student loan debt, you should be able to refinance that debt at the same rate that banks get to borrow money. Right. Uh, but if you know, if lieutenant governor, if it doesn't work out, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll okay. see. Yeah. We'll see. Well, maybe, maybe mayor. I mean, mayor we, of Milwaukee. We, we will yeah. see. You can partner with other districts to get transportation to and from Foxconn and Amazon and all these other places. Yeah, all regional these other transit. Places. Regional <laughs> transit yeah. is a big piece. Regional of Regional transit. I, the, I would the, definitely like to see that. The Department of Transportation knows it's an issue with the people in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. They call it the last mile. Mm-hmm. They yeah. know it, it's a problem with people in Milwaukee not being able to get to where the jobs are. Yep. That's the total as, as, as as the new mayor. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can partner with the other district. Yo, you almost want me to lose, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. If you're gonna fail, you gotta plan your failure right. Yeah, so you can land in a good spot. Yep. that's the way I do. So yeah, but yeah, man. I think that would be good for you. But either way, I don't think this will be the last we hear from you. Oh no, definitely. Oh. So, yeah, oh, definitely not. So that's just the point that I'm trying to make here. I just don't want you to go off and just say no, no, no. no. Well, you're, you're definitely the epitome of what we need for trans, uh, transformation because uh, this show is all about transformation. I, I see the, the growth and transformation in you as you continue forward. And uh, Napoleon, greatly appreciate you. Any final words you have before we um, cut it off here? Hey, you know, it's been a great time. Um, hey, it's a pleasure meeting you. A pleasure's and, uh, mine, man. I wish you success either way. I think you'll be fine. So, hey. Thank you. Well, I'd like to have both of you gentlemen on again in the future, you know, um, rather that be closer to... The, the primary or afterwards, uh, but definitely the invitations back here, and, and, and you know we we'll talk. Yeah, I know. We'll talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got to talk to him. All right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, ho- hopefully, he wasn't too rough on you. 
Man, beat me up, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> limping out the studio. Yeah. Because I, I told uh, Medella before you uh, before you got here, I said, you know, <laughs> I said he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna ask you a lot of questions, yeah. so a lot of political questions. Uh, uh, but you know, when I was on that other station, I was kind of rough on people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, it, I was only rough on the people that deserved it. Yeah. yeah. I put it that way. You know, because just like um, we interviewed the lady who did the Red Cross thing. Who said, oh, man. You know, we're not going to come to these districts. They got to come yeah. to the police station. So she got it a little rough. Um, the mayor about the land water thing, he got a little he got it a little rough. Who else? Uh, There's a few other people. <laughs> but, you know, people that are genuine, people that are, you know, made a difference in the community. There's no reason. Yeah, to go that route with that. Yeah, he came in with a Packers shirt and um, and he still runs. So. That's the thing, right? See? See? How, how could you get mad at that? <laughs> <laughs> you like he came in here with a Cubs shirt on, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, or you know, like a, or a suit, you know. So yeah, or a suit. like, yeah, I, I, I said, I hope he doesn't come in with a suit. No, I yeah, don't he, wear suits as often as I used to. I've never seen him without a button up on. He got yeah. one on today, as a matter of fact. Button up on under here. Oh, he, he, he was even, under, even under the Packers shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I switch it up, man. Oh, okay, but he's versatile. So he got to be versatile. Got to keep versatile. Right. Yeah, so right. Got to be able to transform when necessary. Like, yep. like Superman, he get out of here and pull yeah. off the package, and go to a meeting real quick. You got a blazer in the car. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you, you guys. Uh, so we we going to go ahead and um, we're going to spin well, one uh, one of these royalty free music. I got to say that on air. Royalty free music, copyright free. <laughs> um, credit to uh, bensound.com. So uh, we. We'll be right back to end the show, and uh, we'll let these gentlemen, uh, if they have any other business to go go about, they can go about us. Just hang around and talk with me. All right.
We will be on at the same time next week on WXRWLP 104.1 FM Milwaukee. To hear past episodes, visit RedRushRadio.com slash shows and click the Transform You Live show or www.transformyoubroadcast.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.